0: Welcome to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. My name's Tara Gleason and I'm the producer. This podcast has been made possible thanks to the Spouses Club of Lewis McCord. In this week's conversation, Susan sits down with the creators of Gabon who are gonna share about a helpful tool that can help parents in conversing with their kids. Joining me today
1: are Jared and Sylvia Hall, founders and creators of Gabon. Thank you both for agreeing to chat with me. Thanks for having us. It's great to be
2: here. Thank you, Susan.
1: I have to admit, your organization has one of the most intriguing names that we've had on our podcast in a while. Would you share with our listeners a little bit about your organization,
2: Gabon? Yeah. Thanks, Susan. And thanks again for having us on the MCEC podcast. We're super excited to share a story. you know, the, the premise of Gabon is we get families talking about school every day, because every day, millions of parents go through the sim- very similar ritual you know, with their, with their children when they come home from school. How was your day? You get back fine. What did you do at school today? Nothing. And everyone has to deal with this. This is, this is a universal challenge. And we really created uh, Gabon as a platform to really get parents and kids eye to eye, talking about their day, having a conversation. Um, and we're using technology actually to put technology down and really build a conversation and relationships between kids and, and the parents. You know, it started just for our 2 kids, but soon teachers, schools, parents started asking for it. And here we are with, with on You know, we started it about 2 years ago and now my wife and I are the co founders, but we've got 3 engineers, our 1st teacher in residence and partnerships with UPenn. Graduate School of Education, Tufts University, and we're very excited about the partnership with uh, MSEC. You know, our core tenants are around student agency, parent engagement, and consistent dialogue between parents and children and the power that that can bring and the the impact it can have on students, families, and communities. And it's really about helping students be life college and work ready.
1: Well, I have to say, it sounds really fascinating because, you know, as a mom of three teenagers, Trying to get them to engage about their day, uh, that can be a real challenge. I mean, frankly, I feel more like an interrogator some days <laughs> rather than, uh, you know, a parent. So, Sylvia, I'm curious. Jared mentioned that you guys have kids, but what did you see as your motivator for creating this program?
3: Susan, as a mom of three teenagers, you were in the thick of it. I and completely get the engagement challenge for Jared and I. I think like so many entrepreneurial journeys, our story is a personal one. So yeah, we have the two kids and our son at an early age was diagnosed with learning differences. He learns differently, thinks differently. He solves problems differently, which is a remarkable thing to be able to do in this world. And through testing, we learned that one of his challenges is his working memory. So when we asked Austin, what'd you do in school today? he answered nothing. It was because he genuinely couldn't remember what he did in his day. And a few years ago, Jared met with his teacher to ask why Austin wasn't able to share what happened in his day with us. And his teacher said, asking Austin to remember his day is like asking a blind person to look harder. So neurologically, he couldn't remember his day. And that knowledge was the seed that started Gabon. And I remember Austin's first gab. It was onion skin and lake water. A gab is a hint that a parent receives about their child's day in school and and we'll dive into those details in a bit. But Austin comes home with his first gab onion skin and lake water and as a listener you might think what on earth does that mean? And that's exactly the point because Gabon provides a hint or prompt to spark a conversation. A parent won't know what happens in a child's day at school simply by reading the gabs. And so that first gab took Austin 90 seconds to remember what that onion skin and lake water meant. And we timed it because 90 seconds can seem like an eternity around a quiet dinner table. And he got up from the dinner table and he walked around the kitchen and 90 seconds later, suddenly there was this, I remember, we looked at onion skin under a microscope And then we got a vial of water and the class walked down to the pond and we got water out of the pond and looked at that under a microscope. And there was a bug in the water and we named her Robetta. And then we wanted to write an article about her. And it was just, it just was so embellished. And as a parent, I had a hundred percent more information about what my child did in school than I had the day before. And what we've learned is that over time, now when Austin comes home and shares a gab with us, it's instantaneous. And so we've strengthened his, I guess, the, the executive function piece of his memory. Um, and he's able to use that muscle a little more instantly now. So after a month of Austin gabbing, you know, sibling rivalry is a beautiful thing. Our daughter crossed her arms, tapped her foot on the floor, and said she wanted to use it too. And we spoke with her teacher um, at the public school who gave us parameters to work within. And after a few months of our daughter, Gracie, using it, her teacher came to us and asked to use it for the entire class and then another teacher and, and then a school. And so we've, we've started to grow uh, very organically. And we'd like to share that our son inspired Gabon, but we built it for all kids and families.
1: I think what you just shared really resonates with a lot of families. So I, I want to explore a little bit more about a Gab, as you just mentioned, and, and how Gabon works.
2: Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll take that, Susan. So, you know, when we first built it, built Gabon, we built it with educators. We built it with the teachers with, that our kids had and we also built it for families. You know, we're not the most tech savvy family, so it had to be super simple. And when we first went into the public school system, you know, Gracie's uh, teacher, Katie Wilson, was really clear that, it you was know, as a teacher, she had maybe 30 seconds a day. Her day was already full. The agenda, the curriculum was really full. And Gracie maybe had two minutes a day. So simplicity was really key. And so during the day, kids are at school and they're in science, math, English, art. I mean, if they had to have, friend of enemies they have hallway conversations all this activity and when you hear what you do at school today nothing it's like wait a minute you were gone for eight hours so how do we start capturing those those events and the, the those different things they could talk about at the end of the day and so the way it works is either you know after after class or at the end of the day there's a reflective period and the kid the child opens up gabon and they have a series of drop down menus where they can choose science, math, English, art. Um, they can answer questions like, how we, what, what challenge did you overcome today? What made you laugh today? Um, and then they enter a free form 1 to 5 words, hint or reminders uh, that then get sent to the home to the parents. And the idea is not to write a sentence, not to write a whole idea to be a hint and reminders. Just a short phrase, just a couple of words. Then When they look at it. At the end of the day, they can see, oh, yeah, I was in science. I looked at onion, under, onion skin under a microscope, and as Sylvia just said, that's, the, that's how gabs are created. And kids can have a, a list of, you know, one gab, they can have four gabs. Um, it's really flexible about what the parent and teacher would like the child to respond to each day. But once they enter them, they immediately go home to the parents. And at the end of the day, when the child comes home, the parent can open up their app and say, hmm, I see you entered science onion skin the lake water. What does that mean? And that's the whole point. There are no pictures. There's no no information. It's all about the child telling the story to the parent, for them to go back, remember where they were, create the story in their mind, execute that story, and have that conversation, that dialogue. What's really important is it's a dialogue where the child and the parent are talking back and forth. So that's really you know that's really how it works. Yeah, that's that's Gabon.
1: Well, I have to say 1 of the elements that I really like about their program and you sort of talked about it just a little bit is that it's student led. What's the thought process behind that? Because, you know, some, some listeners may be thinking, well, I get a weekly report from the teacher on how my students doing or what they're doing in
3: class. Yeah, as as parents, I think we're always happy to receive teacher emails and school newsletters. I think any outreach and communication between school and home is a really good thing. But for Jared and I, we felt that something was missing and that something was hearing our child's perspective and story about their day. I think simply it's we wanted an authentic conversation with our kids We wanted to go a bit beyond a reporting tool or a behavior tool because they already exist out there. And we not only wanted the student in the loop of the school and home communication, but we wanted kids to take charge of this. It wasn't really until Gabon started to grow and we began meeting with like teachers and researchers to better understand why teachers and parents were excited by this. Um, That's when we became aware of the impact of student agency and how it builds critical thinking and problem-solving skills, um, those very things that students need to thrive. And so over time, and from reading a ton of research, uh, we learn that students who are actively engaged in their education build a deeper understanding of the content. When they talk about school, um, they're practicing reflective learning, they're practicing their communication skills, it allows them to continue their learning outside of the classroom. I've often heard that the one who does the teaching does the learning um, and that plays a part into this. But for, I think for me as a mom, um, a big piece of this is where the conversations about school lead to. So I love hearing about what they're learning in science and history and knowing that the conversations dramatically impact their academic learning. But having these conversations, they often lead to what's happening in their lives socially, In peer groups, on social media, how they're feeling emotionally, uh, discussions about what's happening in the news. So for me, it's these conversations that open a window, either their social and emotional learning. That's really, really important. And
2: if I Um, could add to that a little bit. Yeah. um, you know, in terms of how it's deployed, 1 of the things that Sylvie was talking about, that's really important is the child entering that, that the gap and that information and having that emotional connection to whatever they input. So, when you deploy it in the classroom, um, you can have different scenarios, like a 1 to 1, where if the child, if the children in the classroom, or the child has their own device, whether it be a Chromebook, a tablet or a phone, and they're entering their own gaps. That's really powerful. That's where the emotional connection comes in, but not everyone has a 1 to 1 device. Opportunity, So sometimes uh, classrooms will um, employ a reporter model where two to three students are designated as the GAB reporters, and they work with the classroom to enter the GABs on behalf of the whole classroom. So that's a couple of ways that it, it, that it works. And sometimes people say, well, what about the teacher? Where's the teacher in all of this? And we deliberately built it to not engage the teacher, it, but they can be involved. What that means is they don't have to do the work. They're not entering anything. They're tracking what's going on, but the students are doing all the work. They're entering the gaps and they're really leading the conversations at home. And the teachers are just tracking success. The other thing teachers can do is make it available on the network, put it into their homework system. You know, if they're, if they're tracking homework, they can write that in as something they can do on a daily basis and then give the kids time to actually enter the gaps, whether So after a class or at the end of the day. So it ties together. Why we why we're doing what we're doing. Mm
3: -hmm. And it takes so little time to enter. It's literally just that 2 minutes a day for the kids.
1: Well, and I, I really like how you're incorporating it from the lens of the student, because it's the opportunity for conversations through authentic learning, you know, as parents. We understand that these conversations with our kids are an important way to stay connected. I mean, they spend so much of their time away from us, you know, whether Mm -hmm. it's at school extracurriculars or, you know, with their friends, particularly as they get older and you highlighted just a few of the other benefits that we're starting to come to light when you were utilizing gabon and doing the research but i'd like to delve into a little bit deeper on some of the impacts that your organization is discovering
2: yeah sure that's really exciting point that what we learned i think it's important to note that sylvia and i are we're parents very involved parents but we're we're not educators we're not scientists we're not researchers so when we started this it was really for us to talk to our kids we really wanted to have that conversation and and just know what was going on and so some of the personal impacts that we found um, for our guys were you know, greater self awareness and self advocacy. We had actually a teacher's comment about how our kids started to advocate for themselves more in the classroom. We've heard that from other parents as well. Um, it also improved as Sylvia referred to. Improving that working memory, allowing that for that recall to be more quick and then we're a more connected family and the science. Shows a more connected family has such a great, wonderful impact on students. And then one of the things, very personal, that we have experienced and other other parents using Gabbot have experienced is really more awareness of the challenges the kids are facing, especially in COVID and and, and the challenges that we're having today in school around anxiety, bullying concerns about tests that are coming up and really be able to be more uh, attuned to what's happening with our guys those impacts are so important to personal and anecdotal evidence but it's so important that we've 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 realized that and experienced it and as a dad who struggled to connect with my guy you know we're very different people but i am closer and more connected with 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 austin today than i ever was before so it's really helped with that on a very personal side when we then look at the research and the science behind the power of consistent student led conversations with parents and family, it's amazing what the science shows. One of the top indicators of a child's success in school and in life in general is the degree to which parents are engaged in, that sco- in, their, in their kids' school experiences. It's just proven that when parents show interest, when they're engaged, the kids are more engaged, they're more aware of, of, of the importance of school, their academics improve, the social emotional skills improve. There's cognitive growth, better family connection overall, which really leads to a stronger community as well. Um, And then the self advocacy and self awareness has been proven that that is a real driver for. That impacts the child's academic learning, but also later in life. And one of our partners at the Graduate School of Education at UPenn, Dr. Mike Nakula, in one of his reports talked about how having that student-led conversation that student agency, that student's going to have greater focus, more interest in school, more interest in what they're working on, less likely to give up on what they're working on. They're going to set higher goals and have greater perseverance. Um, Another research, um, research at John Gabrielli at MIT, he studied the consistent dialogue between a child and a parent and what that actually did to the brain. And what they found was there's actually a biological impact to the brain. The brain evolves, it grows, it gets stronger. I mean the brain's really a muscle, and that back and forth dialogue can really strengthen the muscle of the brain and, and, and enable that child to be more engaged in, and have greater cognitive abilities in school. So, the signs just keep growing and, you know, the the MSEC 2020 survey highlighted some challenges in the highly mobile military connected student world. Around separation, deployment, anxiety and other challenges, and we're really excited to bring Tufts University into this, UPenn, our partners in, in what we're doing right now to work with MSEC. It really helped. Figure out how we can help with the, with the separation challenges, the anxiety challenges that some of these military connected students have and explore what we can do to help solve those problems.
1: Absolutely, I, as a uh, self proclaimed nerd, I always appreciate the, the science behind things. It, it always piques my interest to kind of read about it. And uh, MSEC has always been a big proponent of parent involvement. Um, we have webinars on the topic and uh, have provided research and in, in exactly what you shared You know that the level of parent involvement is directly correlated, not only to academic performance, but also social engagement. And and the more resilient a child's potential can be. So for those parents that are are looking to be more involved and in they're they're hearing about Gabon, what do you think is unique about this particular platform? Something that would stand out to a parent?
2: Yeah, you know, as Sylvia talked about, we built this because we were looking for some way to connect with our kids more, uh, started with Austin. And when I went looking for different platforms or different ways to connect with them, most of what I found for technology was really teacher to parent or school to parent, which is very vital source of information. But I wanted to to talk to my guys. I wanted their perspective. So what's really unique is the student agency piece and then the mobility of it. You know, at at the end of the day, when the child comes home and says, hey, let's talk about onion skin and lake water or that conversation kicks off. That's what's so powerful about it. It's unique in the way that the students really driving the enter entrance of of the GABS and leading the conversations at home with their parents. Um, You know, some people talk about capturing pictures Um, and to us to me at that point, when I 1st developed, this was a pictures worth a 1000 words. I'm halfway there, maybe 3 quarters there and understanding what was what that picture was about. What I really wanted was for Austin and grace to be able to tell a story. For them to learn about going back and remembering, creating that story, executing the story, and then having dialogue with us, the power of storytelling is so strong, and that's very unique about it. And it can be used anywhere, you know. When you can have a conversation, and it's student-led, you can be in the car, you can be in the living room, you can be on a walk, uh, you can be actually at the dinner table if you want as well. We can we can consider Gabon a mobile dinner conversation because it can happen anywhere. The students driving it so we think that that, that's really what's what's unique about it. And also the simplicity, the simplicity for the parent, because again, the students doing the work and the simplicity for the teacher and the school, because again, they don't have much to do once it's set up and really the parents are setting it up. So it's very simple, very easy and very mobile, you know, and where we're headed with this is. We keep learning. We keep working with some of the brightest people in education, human development and overall research about the development of children. And as we go through the process with Tufts, UPenn Graduate School of Education, and maybe other researchers as we, as we build our, our practice and communities, you know, our mission is to improve the quality and consistency of student-led conversations with parents and family. Yeah. That's what we're after. So, as we learn and execute a research to practice model will be learning and that everything we learn will be shared and so we'll continue to evolve our platform we'll continue to evolve, evolve, evolve our systems and really we just want to make that experience richer uh, easier and more consistent for the student and the parent to have more conversations so we'll be improving our app we'll be improving our communities uh, and helping our communities grow
1: so sylvia what i'd like to hear from you as a mom what do you think is the most important thing our listeners would want to know about
3: Gabon? Uh, we could talk about Gabon all day. We, Jared and I love to talk about <laughs> the platform, um, in particular, the impact that it has. I'll do my best to, to come up with just a, f- a few things. I guess I hope that our listeners take away three things. And the, f- the first takeaway is parents, you matter. You have a critical role in your child's education and it doesn't have to be hard uh, or take a crazy amount of time. It's simple, consistent conversations with your kids about school that can literally change the trajectory of your child's education journey and their future success. And there's 40 plus years of research that validates this. So parents, you matter. That's the first takeaway. I guess the second takeaway is that As a mom, Gabon has had a tremendous impact on our family and so many other families. And not only for the sake of the child, it's opened a window of opportunities for connections that leaves dads and moms and grandparents and mentors feeling so much more connected and in touch with their kids. And they get to know where their kids struggle during the day, but also where they find their joy. So we strengthen academic and social and emotional learning for the kids but the impacts are felt by the entire family. And I would say the third takeaway is that Gabon is ideally suited for military connected families because it keeps kids connected to their parents and family members and trusted adults, regardless of where they're located.
1: Well, I think those are 3 very important points that any listener uh, would benefit from and certainly resonate with any military family. Our podcast is about telling stories. That's kind of what makes this series unique. Do you or Jared have a final story that you'd like to share with our military families or school professionals who serve them?
2: Yeah, I'd like to sh- maybe share a couple actually short ones, you know, because we are talking to the military connected families. Uh, a couple of conversations we've had recently, uh, I think are really interesting. One of our advisors for Gabon is a former brigade commander who was based in Afghanistan for a number of years. And when we were talking about Gabon, he got pretty excited because he shared an experience about when he was deployed to Afghanistan, you know, his focus was on uh, leading his troops, uh, leading leading what was going on out over in Afghanistan. and didn't always have a lot of time to talk to his family but when he did get on the phone the first time with his kids you know, he said the first five or ten minutes were so exciting so energetic but then it kind of it kind of fell off and he was having a hard time to get a conversation going he said if I had GAB on, I could go through that list go through that list of gabs and bring up different topics for the for his kids to to talk about and give those hints and reminders back to them he thought that would be a much better way to continue that conversation and feel more connected so, as a deployed soldier, he thought this would be a great way to connect with the kids and the kids can can highlight which ones they want to see for mom or dad who are deployed. Um, the other 1 is about, you know, extended families and although uh, the family is geographically dispersed being connected. 1 of 1 of the families shared an experience when you know the, 1 of their kids was not the most conversational kids. And when the grandparents tried to engage with the kids or the aunts and uncles tried to engage, there was not a whole lot of conversation, whether it was just by phone or zoom or in person and they actually used Gabon for the first time with their grandparents. And the reaction was pretty, pretty cool. That grandparent asked the child about the gab, the child started talking about it and sharing about their day and very nonchalantly having a conversation with the grandparents and the grandparents shot a look over to the father with his wide eyes, like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. They're talking to me. So. We think it's a really unique set of stories here that we can, we can really help the military connected families.
1: Well, I have to agree and I think it really can benefit any families. I certainly, the two stories you shared completely uh, can identify with both of those from my husband being deployed and we used to keep a daddy drawer where we would keep artwork or notes from school just to kind of prompt uh, ideas for the conversation. And I love how Gabon has kind of sort of evolved there. Obviously, it's more tech savvy than a a drawer full of papers, but (laughs) The concept is still there, the simplicity of it, and I really like that and and I know we've kept saying student led, but that last example, I I really think sort of hits that point home because oftentimes adults and children, when they have conversations. Adults ask questions that they want to know the answers to, and that might not necessarily be what the child wants to talk about. So by using these gabs, the child's more invested in the conversation. And based on what you're you know sharing today, they're more interested and, and really want to do that. So for our listeners who want to find out more about Gabon, where do they go? Is there a web page, Facebook page? Where should where should we direct them?
2: Yeah, sure. So we if they want to learn more, they can go to gab-on.com, G-A-B um, g a b and uh, there's more information there at their website, gab-on.com. Also, we'll be at the MSEC National Training Conference um, this July. Yay. so <laughs> We're excited to do a breakout session, and then we'll do some working sessions as well while we're there. So uh, join us at M- MSEC NTS, and we can learn more.
1: Awesome. Well, I appreciate the plug for NTS for our listeners. Registration is open. Um, We will include Gabon's website and and all those links to include some research on parent involvement and the importance of it in our show's notes. Jared, Sylvia, I really appreciate you guys taking time to share with us today.
3: Thank
2: you,
1: Susan. It It was so much fun. I really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. This is great.
1: Well, it's been my pleasure. And I have to say in closing, I love when an idea can blossom into something that is so transformational. And I I'm looking forward to watching Gabon grow. So for our listeners, we just want to thank you so much for joining us today and have a great day. You've been
0: listening to the MSEC podcast. This podcast has been made possible thanks to the Spouses Club of Lewis McCord. You can listen to this podcast and those archived by topic when you subscribe and download at Podbean, iTunes, and to support military-connected children by educating, advocating, and collaborating to resolve education challenges associated with the military lifestyle. Learn more about our partnerships, programs, and initiatives at militarychild.org. Follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram for the latest on our enduring mission to serve the children of those who serve us all. Be sure to join us again next week. Thanks for listening.